contention no more struggle no more challenges no more battle because there comes a time where you need to rest from your battle and God said after today she shall rest from your battle the battle of your marriage the battle of your business the battle of your finances the battle of your sickness the battle of your shame the battle of your disgrace the battle of your setback the battle of the pains you don't want to forget God said she will rest from your battle And now, today's message with God's servant, Reverend Ismaila Audu, head pastor, ICGC Yawa Temple, East Ligon. So whenever we are thinking and realize we are about to give up, he knows. He knows. He knows where we get to that we are tired. My friend, my brother, my mother, my sister, we all get tired. We get tired. We get tired of waiting. We get tired of believing. I, I, I believe in the sincerity of speaking the gospel. I don't believe in faking it. I can stand here looking at me fresh to think that I don't go through anything. I posted on my Facebook, I said, don't ask me of my glory. Ask me of my pain. Ask me of my pain. In the midst of all of this, our joy is intact. Our faith is intact. We still continue to believe. We still continue to press on. So press on towards the mark. It is not yet over. Can you imagine people that will be laughing at you? Can you imagine people that will be insulting you behind the scenes? Can you imagine people that will be calling you names? Can you imagine certain suggestions that will come to you? Because when you are through going through challenges, that is where you hear things. But don't give up. Maybe in your home, your son is giving you some trouble, some challenges. Your neighbors and your friends are laughing at you. You say, you know God, why should you go through this? Your marriage is going through some things. You have lost your job. People are laughing at you. They are looking at you and calling you names. Please don't give up. Don't let what they are saying make you give up. We all go through this. They call us names. They insult us. They even come and they pretend they are friends with you. And they leave you and go and say things against you. From your own fold. From your friends. From everybody. Everybody will be saying whatever they know to say. And, and they sometimes will, will, will wisely pretend they are, they are even trying to feel what you are feeling. But they know what they say. But it is not yet ever. He said, why will Sarah say that? And verse 14. God says that, is anything too hard for the Lord? Is anything too hard for the Lord? Is anything too hard for the Lord? Whenever you are wanting to know that there is nothing too hard for the Lord. There is nothing too hard for the Lord. He said, at the appointed time. At the appointed time. There is an appointed time. You will laugh. Ah, the Lord will turn your money into dancing. Like he did for Mephibosheth. When Mephibosheth was ordered to the and David said, this is what I'm going to do. He said, who am I such a dead dog as I? Ah, why do you consider me, oh God? I do not deserve it, but you consider me. God will do it. God will do it. It is not late. It is not yet over. That marriage will come on. That job will come on. That promotion will come on. That business will pick up. That ministry will turn around. That, ah, pastor, don't give up. The Lord will visit you. Ah, don't give up. Woman, the Lord will put a smile on your face. Don't give up. Man, God will speak for you. That case shall be over. That stress shall be over. That thing that you are going through now, that you cannot sometimes even sleep. I am here to announce to you that each shall be over. 
It shall be over. Now, Mephibosheth never expected, never, never expected that throughout all what he was going through, there is something that is going to happen to his life. Even if a prophet would have told him, even if somebody would have told him, he would say, no, that cannot be possible. But hear me, there is an appointed time on the calendar of God. It is called the Kairos time. When that appointed time comes, creation has to obey. When that appointed time comes, mine have to obey. Even your enemies have to obey. When the appointed time came, David entered into the palace and looked for Mephibosheth. When the appointed time came, the good Samaritan appeared on the scene and helped the, and helped the Samaritan who has been, who has been afflicted and beaten and been stripped off. When the appointed time came in John chapter 5, Bible says that, and Jesus rose up and went to the Bethesda. And when he went, he saw multitude that were laying there who have different kinds of sickness waiting for the moving of the water. The man said, I don't have any man to help me. When I am about to step in, somebody else will go. Because you see, when you are vulnerable, nobody wants to help you. When you are vulnerable, nobody wants to associate with you. Even those that want to associate with you comes around just to mock you. And even when they are helping you, they will not help you to the satisfaction of what you are really expecting. Am I talking to somebody? And anytime you want to make an effort, something else will block you. But God is our defense and our shield and our helper. So so you don't need to give up. He says, I don't have anybody to help me. Jesus said, take up your mat. Rise up and walk. Tonight, I decree to you, rise. Take up your bed and walk. The Lord has come to intervene because there is an appointed time of God's visitation. You don't give up because there is an appointed time of God's visitation. He is a God of seasons and times. And listen, when that appointed time of visitation is visitation comes, it does not matter what the doctors have said. It does not matter what the economy is. It does not matter what the indices look like. It, must not, it does not matter what the coronavirus is doing. When the appointed time of God comes, things turn around. Things turn around. The visitation of Abraham was the appointed time. At the appointed time of God, you give birth to those children. At the appointed time, you will marry. At that appointed time, you don't need to ask when is that appointed time. That appointed time is appointed with God. He said, I will return to you. According to the time of life, and Sarah shall have a son. Sarah shall have a son. Sarah shall have a son. And go to the same Genesis 21, 1 to 2. Let me show you something. Whether God is the God of times and seasons. He said, and the Lord visited Sarah. As he has said, I came to prophesy to somebody. It is not yet over because the cycles of the earth is moving. At one point as you speak, it is night but it is day somewhere. And tomorrow it shall be night. So I want you to know that as the orbit of the earth moves and the cycles of the earth moves, uh, you might be in your darkness which is your gloomy season. But get to know that by the next rotation, your day is coming to you. You are going to enter into a light season. I Professor, may you step into your light season. May you step into your light season. It is not yet over. He said, and the Lord visited Sarah. The Elohim. The Jehovah Jireh. Visited Sarah. As he had said. What did he say? In Genesis 8, he said, according to the time of life. In Mephibosheth's life, David and Jonathan had a covenant 
within time and it was recorded and sealed in time for the fulfillment and the manifestation of that thing and when the time came David enters into the palace said is there someone still in the house of Jonathan that I will show him the kindness that I want to show to Jonathan because it was now time was pregnant and time has given birth he has given birth it is recorded in the books it is recorded in the books. And when the appointed time comes, it will speak. It will speak. Your sacrifice will speak. Your service will speak. Your commitment will speak. Your waiting will speak. Your prayer will speak. Your supplication will speak. Your worship will speak. Your faith will speak. Your giving will speak. It will speak. It will speak and will not be silent. It will speak. He said, and the Lord visited us as he has said. And the Lord did for Sarah as he has spoken. What has not God told you? Whatever God told you, he will do it. And verse 2. He says that, and for Sarah conceived. Kabasakaya. And bore, not only conceived, but she bore. Abraham a son in his old age. At the set time of which God has spoken to him. At the set time. Time, at the set time, not any other time, at the set time. In Psalm 102 verse 30, he said that, Ah, you will arise and show mercy unto Zion. You will arise and have mercy on Zion. For the time to favor a yes, the set time has come. There is a set time of God. It is not a time of man, but it is a time of God. I came to let you know that the Zaman time, the Kairos time of God is here. Is here. So don't give up. It is not yet over. Don't give up. Don't give up. Because God is the God of times and seasons. That promise shall be fulfilled. God will always show up when all hope is lost. God will always show up when all hope is lost. I can imagine what you are going through now. All hope is lost. You might not even feel like praying again. You might not feel like studying your scriptures. You might not even feel like hearing preaching. You might not even feel like it with all that is going on and with everything that is being said. You might not even feel like listening to a pastor or a preacher or anyone. Your, your hope is gone. I agree. You are devastated. You have been abused. You have been exploited. You have been fooled. You have gone through things. You have believed in things and it did not help you. I understand. Your hurt, I understand your pain. But speak no arrogantly. Because Micah chapter 7 verse 8. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Micah chapter 7 says, Do not rejoice over me, O my enemy. When I fall, there is always a falling time. He said, When I fall, I will arise. When? In other words, talking about time, moments. He said, When I fall, I will arise. When I sit in darkness, the Lord will be a light to me. So there is a falling and there is a rising. Now maybe you are falling, but you will rise again. Mephibosheth fell, but he rose. He rose. He didn't only rise, but he rose and sat at the table of decision. He went back to his original position at the palace table, at the place where he used to eat all that he needs to do. And not only that, but he also had restoration of everything of the land that concerns him. You will arise. You will arise. He said, you will arise. Micah, chapter 7, he said, do not rejoice over me, my enemy. When I fall, I will arise. So anytime you are down, remember there is a rising for you. He said, when I sit in darkness, when you now, maybe you are sitting in darkness, know that the next thing is that the Lord will be a light to me. 
the Lord will be a light to you. He will be a light to you. He will be a light to you. God will always show up when all hope is lost. Jesus showed up at the pool of Bethesda when all hope was lost. John chapter 5 verse 1 to 9. I, I just read it. He showed up in the life of the good Samaritan. Ah, in Luke chapter 10 verse 30 to 25. He showed up. He showed, Jesus showed up in the life of the woman with the issue of blood. Mark chapter 5 verse 25 to 29. Bible said that this woman has spent everything she has on physicians and she was not getting better. Maybe right now there is a sickness that is troubling your life or there is something that has made you lose everything. But I want you to know that God will show up. So you don't need to give up. You don't need to give up. Then reason why, number four, the reason why you don't need to give up, the reason why you have to know that it is not yet over, is because God does not forget our labor of love. He does not forget our labor of love. And because he doesn't forget our labor of love, he will be mentioned in high places for favor. God did not forget the sacrifice of Jonathan. So when the appointed time came, he made David to come in and intervene for the son of Jonathan. And if you look at it, 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 58. God does not forget our labor of love. He does not forget our labor of love. He will always come through for us. He will always come through for us. He said, therefore my beloved brethren, be steadfast. Be steadfast. You see, when you are going through these kind of challenges and problems and everything, it is difficult sometimes to keep your cool and to keep your gaze. But I want to encourage you today. Be steadfast. Be steadfast. Be steadfast. The, 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 the accounts will say, We tasso. We never tasso. Ah, the accounts will say, Tamoshi Otobang. <laughs> Are you understanding me? Be steadfast. Be steadfast. Be steadfast. Immovable. Don't be, don't move. Be, be, be there. You see, when you are going through things and you cannot explain, that is where you have to be quiet and recoil and, and be steady. That is not the time you should be running around and going everywhere because you can easily make a mistake. But stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. He said, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Continue to do that which you are doing. Continue with your prayer. Continue with your supplication. Continue with your sacrifice. Continue with your giving. Continue with whatever you believe in. It does not work out the way you expected, but don't give up your faith. Continue. That is what he's saying. Continue doing what you are doing in the name of the Lord. Continue. He said, knowing that your labor is a knowing. It's a knowing. Knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Our laboring for sowing seeds. Our laboring for prayer. Our laboring for hoping in the Lord. Our laboring for continuously we praying through our prayers. Irrespective of the things we are going through. Our laboring is still believing in the promises of God. Our laboring is still making sure that we are pouring into people's life. Our laboring is still living righteous and holy and pure before the Lord. Our laboring is still trusting in the promises and the word of the Lord. As we hold on with this. The Lord. Will not forsake us. I believe Mephibosheth, when he was in that situation, still was believing, keeping his Jewish faith, going through what he needs to go through. Though he did not know the time, but he still have hope. He still had hope. So be steadfast, my brother and my sister. Be steadfast. Be immovable. And always abound in the work of the Lord. We are steadfast. We are immovable. We are still doing what we need to do for the Lord. And we are still doing things we do. We have to do for humanity. And we are still taking care of those we need to take care of. And we are still pouring into people's lives. Because we know our labor in the Lord will never be in vain. 
Our labor in the Lord will never be in vain. God is not a God that will forget our sacrifice. He takes record of them. He will not forget you. Joseph, his brother sold him, thought it was the end. But he never gave up. His labor in the Lord paid. Eventually, he sat on the throne of Egypt. David, at the age of 70, anointed, saw, pursued him, made his life miserable. But he never gave up. He still was steadfast. He was immovable. Always abounding in the work of the Lord. He did his work diligently. And eventually, he rose and sat on the throne. The promise of God came to pass. Mordecai was steadfast, immovable. Always abounding in the work of the Lord. At the gate of the king, serving faithfully. Ah, Haman decided to kill and to destroy him. But God did not allow it. Because his labor in the Lord was not in vain. Don't let anybody fool you that your offering is in vain. Don't let anybody fool you that your tithe is in vain. Don't let anybody fool you that your prayer is in vain. Don't let anybody fool you that your services in the house of the Lord is in vain. Don't let anybody fool you that taking care of people and praying for them and enduring at the workplace, enduring in things of God and doing it faithful is in vain because you, the husband has not yet come, the baby has not yet come, the job has not yet come, the breakthrough has not yet come, the money has not yet come. Don't let anybody fool you. Just believe God because God does not forget our sacrifice of labor. He will honor us. He will honor us. He will honor us. Don't let anybody fool you. Because it has delayed. Don't let them fool you. Still hold on to the Lord. His words. Bible says I ye and amen in him. Number five. He said because there is always a rising for us no matter how we fall. No matter how we fall, there is always a rising. It does not matter how you are falling. I am here to let you know you will rise again. Whether even your fall made the news, <laughs> you will rise again. Whether your fall made a news, you will rise again. You will rise again. Tiger Woods falling was a news all over. All over the world. It's all his support. Everything was taken away. But in the same way, he bounced back. And he did not bounce back later. He bounced back the big time. He bounced back big time. Your fall can be a news. People would have heard it. Your neighbors would have heard it. It was carried on even papers everywhere. Yes, you fell. And so what? We fall. And so what? You will rise again. He said, do not rejoice about me, oh my enemy. When I fall, I will arise. Micah 7, 8. When I sit in darkness, the Lord will be a light to me. We will rise. Proverbs 24 verse 16. Sometimes the challenge we have is that men, men are talking. Yes, let them talk. You are not the only one who fell. You are not the only one that mi- missed it. You are not the only one that made that mistake. People have done it before. They bounce back again. All that you need to do, forgive yourself, forget everything, dust yourself, rise up again and begin singing. Who told you you cannot recover and redeem your image? He said, for a righteous man may fall seven times and rise again. But the wicked shall fall by calamity. A righteous man may fall seven times. Not even once. Seven times. Which means that falling is inevitable. As far as the work of life is concerned. But when we fall, we should know that we shall rise again. We shall rise again. Proverbs 24, 16. As I just read. In the same way, you can also find Psalm 37. Verse 23 to 25. It says that the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And he delights in his way. 24 says, though he fall, you could have imagined that if God is ordering my step, then I will not need to fall. Is that not it? That is the logic. 
If God indeed is ordering my step, then I will not fall. Ladies and gentlemen, how careful can you be? Let me ask you this question. How careful can you be in this way? Me, I don't like this. Me, I'm careful. The more you say you are careful, that is why you have more troubles. Be yourself. You can't please everybody. Because it is natural. The steps of a good man, not an evil man. The steps of a... Because normally we feel an evil people are those who should fall in step. But yes, you are a good man. He said the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And he delights in his ways. If God delights in my ways, if my steps are ordered by the Lord, then why should there be a fall? 24. Though he fall, that means there is the possibility of falling. He shall not be utterly cast down. Don't be hard on yourself. Eh? 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 You see... Be careful. Those of you who are looking at people, you are looking at believers, you are looking at people that they are messed up and they are falling and you are castigating them and you are criticizing them. Please be careful. You don't know what is the next step ahead of you. Where you are going to fall. If you are not merciful to people, nobody will be merciful to you tomorrow. Trust me. You don't know what people go through. So don't think you are too righteous that you, you will never go through it. He said the steps of the writers are ordered. But yet there is a falling. So you can fall. So though you fall, he shall not only be cast down. For the Lord upholds him with his hands. There is a falling. But there is a lifting up by God again. 25. He said, I've been young. And now I'm old. Yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken. Righteous at there. People are laughing at you. You will not be forsaken. You will not be forsaken. You will not be forsaken. He said, no, it's descendant begging for bread. Those who are thinking that your children and your children's children and yourself will forever beg for bread are failed. You will not beg for bread. It is not yet over. Mephibosheth will not remain in Lodiba forever. He came to the palace. To eat his food again. 26. He says, he is ever merciful and he learns and his descendants are blessed. The righteous man will get more again and take care. You will get more again in your business. More again in your work. More again in your marriage. You have children, have children's children. You have more businesses. You have more contracts. You have more money. You will pay all your debt. You will come back on track. You will church, um, servant of God. Your anointing will be restored. Your strength will come. Your energy will come. I'm not talking to somebody here. Your church will revive out of, after COVID-19. You will have a mega church again. You will do ministry. You will survive. Everything will be well with you. You will be healed from your your sickness, from your disease, from every attack, from every challenge, the Lord will restore you back again and make you who you are. You will rise to your seat. The reason why you don't need to give up is because God is a master deliverer from afflictions. God is a master deliverer from afflictions. Psalm 34 verse 19 to 20. God is a master deliverer from afflictions. He said many, not some, many are the afflictions of the righteous. Trust me, if you say you want to work with God, there will be afflictions. There will be afflictions. He said, many are those afflictions of the righteous. But, any time you hear but, it cancels the face. He said, but, the Lord delivers him out of them all. In other words, the beauty and the finality of the issue is that it is not about affliction. It's about the deliverance of God. So yes, you might be afflicted now. Yes, you are going through something now. Yes, you are bearing some pain. Yes, you have been rejected. Yes, you are crying. Yes, you are mourning. Yes, you have lost things. It is an affliction. But the Lord delivers him out of them all. You shall be delivered from all of them. 
and none of them will be with you. 20. I like the verse 20. He said, he guards all his bones. Not one of them is broken. None of your bones shall be broken. None of it shall be broken. He's a master deliverer. And can I prove to you from the scriptures? He delivered a woman with the issue of blood. Mark chapter 5, verse 25 to 34. She had afflictions. The issue of blood was an affliction. I said, now a certain woman had a flow of blood for 12 years. 12 years. And as women, even when they are going through the cycle for six, uh, six days or three days or seven days, what they go through, then you have it for 12 months continuously. He said, I said, who had a flow of blood for 12 years, 12 years. 26 said, I suffered many things. When you are going through challenges, you suffer many things. From many physicians, you will hear all kinds of proposals. You will hear kinds of recommendations. You will hear kind, all kinds of suggestions as if you, you don't even care about your problem. That is where you, you will get people who think they know better than you. As if you are not going anywhere. Suffer many things from many physicians. She has spent all that she had and was no better. The challenge is that you have spent on yourself and now your money is gone for this sickness, for that trouble and nothing is working. But rather grew worse. The thing grew worse. And look at 27. He said, when she heard about Jesus, it's always good to hear about Jesus, like I'm preaching to you. She came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. I like 28. 28 said, for she said, if only I may touch his clothes, I shall be made worthy. She, in other words, she was still persistent in the face of her challenge. Remember, I told you that no matter what goes on, still be steadfast. Still be immovable because God will come through. This woman for 12 years, she was worse. Everything was bad, but she was still persistent and still had the faith in Jesus. Still had the faith. 29, he said, when this is said, immediately the fountain of her blood was dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of her affliction. Tonight, you'll be healed of your afflictions. You'll be healed of your affliction. He delivered Peter from the wickedness of Herod. From the wickedness of Herod. Herod was so wicked. He asked chapter 12 verse 1 to 10. He took James, beheaded him and killed him. And when it pleased the people, he went again to take Peter also. You see, sometimes things we go through, some people are happy. The demons of our household, our fake friends, they are happy. But God will disappoint them. Because they touch once somebody, they think they can touch you, they cannot touch you. God will not permit them. It will never happen. It will seem like they have had you, but God will surprise them. In this situation, it seems like Herod has had Peter, but God surprised him. Bible said that at the night where he was about to deliver Peter to be killed, an angel visited. God will send an angel to do it. shall be a visitation to your life. He brought him out of that prison with all the soldiers guiding, all the witches and the wizards and the demons that are guiding your house and guiding your family and guiding your business and saying that they will not allow anybody to come and help you. They will not allow anybody to employ you. They will not allow you to conceive. They will not allow you to be favored. Oh, under their watch, under their watch, God will come and deliver you and favor you and they will see it. Under their watch. That is how he did it for Peter. God is a master deliverer. To the extent that the iron gate opened by itself. Every iron gate before you shall open to your ministry. Every iron gate before you for your marriage shall open. Every iron gate before you for your healing shall open. Every iron gate before you for your, for your childbearing shall open. Every iron gate before you for your elevation and promotion shall be open. That iron gate opened by its own accord. Those satanic iron gates shall open by their own accord. Because they cannot contend with the presence of the Lord. Bible said when Israel came out of captivity. 
divinity out of a place of nowhere. He said that the hill saw it and skipped. He said the mountain saw it and flee. The water saw it. He said, why? Because the presence of the Lord is before them. It shall open mouth. This where I called. They will say, over our dead body shall we honor it. They will sign that contract by their own accord. They will say, we will never make him be promoted. We will sit on his or her promotion. Oh, they shall promote you by their own accord. Mark it, mark it, mark it, mark it. They will say, we will not give them money. Huh? They will approve that money by their own accord. They might not decide to do but they will do it on their own accord. Because God has gone ahead. He delivers Paul and Silas from prison. Acts chapter 16, 25 to 26. He delivered them. They put them in prison. Thought they are finished there. But as they worship and they praise, God opened the prison doors. As you worship and you praise God, God will do it for you. I want you to know it is not yet over. Don't give up because the Lord has not left you. Because your destiny helper is going to appear. Because God shall visit you. Because God is a God of seasons and times. Don't give up. It is not yet over. Because God will always show up when her hope is lost. Don't give up. It is not yet over. Because God has not forget our labor of love. The eye is not yet over. Because there is always a rising. No matter how we fall. It is not yet over. Because God is a master deliverer from afflictions. God bless you. Shalom and peace to you. God of love. God of power. Thank you for listening. This is a message from ICGC Yawa Temple, East Lagon. We know you've been blessed by God's Word. For more practical teachings from Reverend Ismaila Awudu, visit us online at www.icgceastlagon.com or email yawatempleicgc at gmail.com. Do contact us on 57 or 057 Worship with us on Sundays, Maximum Life Service, 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. Tuesdays, Master Class Service, 5 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. Fridays, Breakthrough Service, from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. Connect with us on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter. Oh.